0: Good day all, you're listening to Tea and Tech, a Women Asking Women Network. Thank you for joining. We're here to chat, answer questions, and discuss how technology should work for you, not the other way around. Here is your weekly tech talk in the time it takes to have a cup of tea. I'm your host, Caroline McLaughlin. Let's discuss what's brewing in the network today. Good day, and thank you for tuning into our third chat. What's in a name? Firewalls. Yep, they do exactly what you think they would with a name like that. These are physical devices that are set up to look for specific user network permissions on incoming traffic. If the firewall trusts the incoming request, it passes it along. If it doesn't, it blocks the request from entering. Verbal visuals will be big on this podcast, so here's one for you. You live in the 1700s in a castle with a 12-inch thick door. Everyone is safe inside and going about their day. Enemies pound on the door and demand entrance and have clubs and swords to do the occupants harm. The sentry of your castle rains down arrows lit on fire to deter them so they can't get in. I'm not saying this is how firewalls got their name, but we tend to remember examples like that better than names that we don't associate with generally. So... Today, we will expand on some of the basics from last week's podcast when we discussed WANs, LANs, and PANs. Let's think about when each of these would be applicable around a business or personal life. A Wide Area Network, or WAN, is likely the one you use the most without even thinking about it. Simply by logging on and typing URLs, you are going out over the World Wide Web, which surfs around looking for the information. Sometimes I imagine my Google requests riding a wave to the next wave and then the next one until it finds that perfect spot to get me my answer. Yep, I take it literally, despite knowing all the interesting technical and networking details that actually make it happen. As an aside, that's the secret here. Don't think of all this technology as some deep, dark club with a lock on the door that only certain people get an invitation to. I've been in this space over 20 years, and yes, it is more male-dominated. But if you are interested in anything and want to know more, you have the same right to knowledge as anyone else. I want you to start thinking of technology in ways that make sense to you and that allow you to be more comfortable with it. We're going to work a lot on that throughout the coming weeks, so please don't give up. Now, when would you use a local area network or LAN? Remember the example of handing your money to your family? You trusted them to carry out getting you the hot dog. A LAN is a more closed, trusted network that has layers of code written to keep the information in your own yard, if you will. When you're at an office, back in the day when that used to be more of a thing, you're on a company's LAN. Each company of any size has built a network topology that trusts the employee's device to send and receive information in and around the organization without passing through a firewall. A personal area network, or PAN, is likely in your own home or maybe someone's home that you know. If you have lights and devices going on and off from your phone in your home, congratulations, you've built yourself a PAN. If you have a Roomba vacuuming the floors, front doors opening when your phone gets within 5 feet, or an alarm system you can turn off and on from your device, these are all PANs. See? Not so complex. We will get to the difference between Bluetooth and Wi-Fi in the first week in March. As an aside, we continue our Women in Tech series on Instagram every Saturday. I think it's important we celebrate the ladies that we stand on the shoulders of. We are always open to suggestions, so let us know on social media if there are other ladies you'd like to see highlighted. In this week's blog, we discuss the right to be forgotten, now known as GDPR, or the General Data Protection Regulation. The entire point of the GDPR is to protect individuals from having their information used in ways they would not approve of or even know about. At this time, Europe has their laws more structured around this than we do here in North America. Different states in the U.S. have adopted their individual laws to protect privacy and information exchanges, but we aren't there yet. This protection is here to stay, and in Europe, stiff fines are imposed on companies that don't adhere to the stringent guidelines. Several infractions will find you in front of a court in Europe with very unpleasant conversations taking place. There are some heavy lifting requirements to get companies running compliant for networks that are strictly following the steps on GDPR guidelines. Of some irony is the fact that even with all these steps in place, the most likely scenario of a data leak is still the individual. In fact, over 50% of all data leaks are issued by human error either through a lack of education or keeping data secure or malicious intent. This isn't to scare you. Knowledge is power. So by having some awareness of the potential pitfalls, we can all conduct ourselves in ways that would like to mitigate our own information from being used in a way we would not approve of or may not even know about. That's all for today. I look forward to having these ongoing discussions with all of you. And thank you kindly for sharing your time here. In the show notes, you'll find links to the Women Asking Women Foreman, where you can ask any questions you have about the content around tech. This is a Spicy Pear Media production. We would be grateful if you subscribe to our podcast. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at T and Tech and on our website at www.spicypearmedia.com. I'm looking forward to our next chat. And remember... Technology is supposed to work for you, not the other way around.